Welcome to episode 13 of You Will Get Blisters. Here we are. You're right, Em? I'm good. You're not great, are you? I'm a bit nasally sounding today. Sorry, listeners. Well, no, you don't need to be sorry. It's not your fault, you poorly. It's going round, isn't it? We've all had it. It's going round. Honestly, it's like... 2023 topic of conversation is yeah how are you i've not been well and then you no. go through what's been wrong and how long it's taken to get over it it's oh, been bad, everyone's it? had it for weeks as well we've all had it for oh, weeks. can't shake it i've had it for weeks don't know what i'm sound like i'm from your area now i know you do fit <laughs> right in it's so out to the listeners i hope you're all well because there's been some nasty lurgies hasn't there there are. I thought so with you all. I hope you're all not too sick of lemsip and paracetamol. You know what I'm like, Em, though? I've toughed it out. I've done. A, I've been doing a saltwater gargle. I've been yeah. reading about this. <laughs> Your face when I said that was not good. I was like, mm, no, it, it is meant to be good, isn't it? But I think it's one of those, like, you read about these things, they're like, oh, all you need to do is sniff salt water, spit, <laughs> it in, spit it back into your own mouth and gargle it three times a day and you'll never get ill. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I'm not being funny. Once the lurgy's got you, it's got you. Yeah. What you need is rest, is what you need. And who's got time to rest? Nobody's got time to rest, really, have they? I would say I kind of do. (laughs) No, you're busy. Only because you're not as busy as you used to be, but you're still busy. Yeah. To be fair, uh, Monday was the only day I had full day at home of rest. There you go. And I did that on purpose to try and shake it off. Anyway, we were out of the woods now, Em. Yeah, hopefully we'll be here for the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Full health, sir. Might survive. Oh, poor, you know, it's just minging because when it goes on and on and on, it gets to the point where you're just like, oh, I just want to be better now. Yeah. What we need is some sunshine, don't we? We need some sunshine. We do. Well, to be fair, it's been sunny today, but still cold, obviously. Anyway, let's talk about the walk. But I'm boring. No, you're not. Boring. I'm just sick of it. <laughs> sick of me already. <laughs> do you know what? Should we just end it there? Because you're I'm really naughty because I can tell you what you just stopped talking about that. So I deliberately carried on. <laughs> anyway, off we go. Right. Let's talk about the walk. You can see in my eye. You know when I'm veering off on one. I know. What she, I know it too well. It's scary, you know, guys. It is quite scary. Right, Sarah, give us a recap. Let's remind people, what are you doing? Why were you doing this walk? So, as you know, Em, I quit my job back in springtime, let's say. (laughs) And I decided I wanted to walk from Land's End to John O'Groats. And as you know, it's not been the fairy tale that I thought it was going to be so far. Um, But we're in Devon now. And where we left off last episode, we stayed with the lovely Cathy and Marcus. Oh, yes. Yep. And today we're walking from where they live in Framington to Stoke Rivers, which was about 15 miles. Was and just 16? to confirm, it was all on foot. It, yes, it is all on foot. on foot. We've had a couple of questions from the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Was there ever an e-bike involved? <laughs> Absolutely not. It was on foot. And, you know, even if you could have got away with no one knowing you were doing it on an e-bike, you two were very, you wanted to do this on foot. Yeah, that was the point of it. I mean, to say I've driven from Land's End to John O'Groats, I mean, come on. Oh, no. That's not interesting, is it? Well, it's not as interesting as doing it on foot, exactly. Well, it certainly wouldn't take you as long. Definitely wouldn't. Oh, I wonder how long that would take you. Um, I did look it up. I can't remember now, actually. Shall I Google it? Let's have a look. Go on, guess. Have a guess. So uh, the direct route down the road is about 800 miles. Okay. So I'm going to say it takes you a day. 
like 24 hours maybe maybe 20 hours I think it's about 800 miles. I'm going to give you a point for that, for the for your miles. Oh, because you. one you point. You know, I like a quiz. You do. So you've got one point because it's actually 837.3 miles. And that's main, it's saying via A9. Of course. <laughs> it's probably via quite a few A roads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably quite a few M roads as well. <laughs> but it is actually only going to take current traffic. And it is 1847 on a Thursday evening. 14 hours and 42 minutes. So you weren't too far off. Okay. So I could pop up there tonight. Could You could be there by morning. Yeah, <laughs> if you really wanted to be. <laughs> Anyone down in Land's End now, if you need to pop up to uh, Scotland yeah. for anything. But remember, it's by the A9, this yes. route. So 14 hours and 42 minutes. I mean, that's a fair old drive. Okay, so you were doing 15 miles to Fremington to where, sorry? Fremington it's, to uh, where? A place called Stoke Rivers, Sto- which was I mean, a tiny places, little place. I've not heard of any of these places. No, you wouldn't have done. No. Well, the only place that was there, oh, there's a couple of houses, was um, the B&B that we stayed at. Oh, right. So it was a really small place. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Tiny, tiny. Tiny little place. Um, smaller than Priors, I would say. Oh, smaller than Priors, Marston? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That yeah. is small. No pub. Yeah. No, very small. No, mm. no, hang on. Why were you staying there without a pub? <laughs> I think it just made sense on, yeah. on the, in terms of the route. But Got you know, a few what? tinnies yeah. for the way. No, you wouldn't have been able to carry the tinnies. Well, funnily enough, the owners were popping out that night. They asked if we wanted anything from the shop, and I did think, oh, is it a bit cheeky to say, "Could you get us a couple of tinnies?" No, I wouldn't be bothered at all. And they well, wouldn't have asked if they didn't mean it. We had a capacity in a bag. We're all right. Yeah, oh nice. But nice. on our way there, and we seen um, some sheep herding. Did you? Yeah, and there was like, I'm not joking, hundreds of sheep. And you know, like the old school. Yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. I'd have loved to have seen that again. Not seen that for years. I got it on, uh, got a video of it actually. I might post it to our Instagram. I think you should, because now you imagine a lot of them, but they do it with drones now. (laughs) Yeah, they probably do. (laughs) I'm actually joking, honestly, do. I don't think sheep can look up, can they? No, I think you're right. I don't think they can. Maybe there could be like a. A drone sheepdog, right? I mean, why would you not? I don't know why. Robot sheepdog. I'm just imagining a drone herding sheep. <laughs> no, it's actually really sad. It is sad, isn't it? So you're setting off from Fremington. I want to know a few more bits. What's the weather like? Well, um, I think it was all right. We went to we went through Barnstable. Oh, okay, yeah. You've heard of that one. Why do I know that? Is that something to do with... I think it's like somewhere people might go on holiday. No, there's something about Barnstable. Who's been up to no good in Barnstable in the media? Someone has. <laughs> Have they? I'm sure of it. They've got a. Ha- here we go. I'm just pressing something here and it could all be rubbish, so please don't quote me. I found an article that doesn't look reliable. Her <laughs> Royal Highness Prince Elizabeth on a short visit to Lord and Lady Fortecue, pictured here in the grounds of Castle Hill, Barnstable, North Devon, their home. Also in the picture is Ola. Lord Fortescue's dog. <laughs> this is from the 15th of November, 1946. Oh, right, okay. Well, it's well, a nice picture of the Queen and a very cute dog. How old do they look in the picture? The Queen? Is in, how old does the Queen look? She looks young. No, I mean, the people... Oh. I mean, uh, uh, is it Ola, the dog? He's spelled O-L-A-F, so I'm thinking he's called Ola. Ola. Uh, oh, maybe. It, he's probably not with us anymore. I don't think he's still <laughs> here, no. Well, Queenie isn't still here. That is true. There's some sort of link to Barnstable. Listeners, if you know, send it in. And now I'm just, now I'm in a rabbit hole of pictures. There's a royal <laughs> child riding a deer. That's what Hashtag it is. Barnstable. Yeah. It's all going on at Barnstable. There we go. Well, I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of that one, but I'm sure there's a royal link to Barnstable. Well, I tell you what, it's not, well, it is a nice town, but it's dirt cheap for a pasty. 
Is it? How much are you talking? £1.40. Oh, bet you were buzzing with that yeah. one. Yeah. Absolutely buzzing. That's I think, it. I mean, what a contrast from Cornwall. No <laughs> Tell me about it. it. Sorry if you're listening from Cornwall. I've got some colleagues actually that live in Cornwall. Have you? Yeah, because they're fully remote, babe, aren't I? Of course, but fully remote. What, you never have to do a meeting in person. They don't commute up to Manchester. Well, as we know no. now, it won't won't take them too long. Won't take. We know. Well, so my head office is Bournemouth, which I have been to. Right, but, but I've definitely got a colleague that lives in Cornwall. Oh, nice. Which okay. is still a decent way from Bournemouth. I, I get a bit confused, you know, what my geography's like. I thought, oh, it's down there. I'm, I think it's still about two hours. It might be yeah. further. It's the other way. It's the other way. But yeah, I thought you passed your prices out, yeah. Cornwall. Yeah, if you're listening. Yeah. Cornwall. Yeah, go on. Sort it out. Um, so we uh, filled our boots with the £1.40 pasties, which is why we had one later on at the B&B. Oh, yeah. And when you're saying fill your boots, what are we talking? Like three each? I think I would. <laughs> I think we maybe had four or five between oh, us. Oh, yeah. So cheap. Em. Hold on. What were you having? Uh, you had meat. No. <laughs> I love... I love <laughs> your face lights up at the idea that I might have eaten meat. No, you can get a veggie pasty quite easily. Oh, yeah. I get really excited. My face... I did light up there. My eyes are like, you had meat. I don't know what, I think maybe it's like a little, I feel like, oh yeah, you've missed that meaty goodness. Yeah. You? you couldn't wait to get your chops around that meat and potato pasta. <laughs> no, just just the veg. Sorry but to I just think pasty. I do think meat and potato. Oh God, I could just eat one. I would say it's, it's easy to have a veggie pasty though. I mean, would you not eat a veggie one? I mean, I wouldn't choose a veggie pasty. I, I like <laughs> cheese and onion pasties. Okay, They're nice. No. Um, yeah, but I'm sure they are nice. Have you ever had a cheese and onion? Oh, can't eat cheese. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm tired. I keep forgetting <laughs> the rules and regulations of being plant-based. There's no rules. Well, I know. Well, yeah. It's like I could eat. If I wanted to eat a beef pasty, <laughs> I could. You're not going to get arrested. I'm not going to get arrested. <laughs> but I've chosen not to. Um. Yeah, sorry. Do you know what? It's so funny when people say, can you eat, can you yeah, eat that? Like, I can like, eat whatever I want. I see a bloke ate his car once. Oh, no, I love things like this. What yeah, yeah, his entire car. He sort of made it his life mission. I mean, that was his why. That was his why he got up in the morning. I mean, <laughs> fair place. To go. So hang on a second. How long did it take him to consume his whole car? I mean, I don't know all of the details off the top of my head. Why? But I did read about it. Yeah. <laughs> I did read about it. And like, you know, like he swallowed each nut and bolt. And I imagine that they pass through. As we all know, what goes in one end comes out t'other. So Exactly. Hold on, nuts and bolts, I can kind I'm not saying I'm up for it, but I can see how they would be swallowed. Aren't you? Some of them. I thought you might, no. you might be up for that. No. How is he eating the bodywork? I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Sorry guys, it's been a night of Googling. I'm going on Google, right, here we go. And this is on my work PC. Man, so I'll be getting an IT thing. Man that ate his own car. Let's see what comes up. Oh, we know it's true. A man named Leon Sampson, who was a, str- who was a strong man in an Australian <laughs> circus, won a bet for $20,000 by eating a car, a real car. I must say oh it's not God. worth it for, for just for $20,000. Oh, I've just clicked on it. I'm not allowed to go on that website on my work PC. Oh, you know. It's restricted. Oh, now I've got the Miami cannibal attack. I don't think that's that one. I think for, to eat my car, I, it'd have to be at least half a million. 
sorry, you'd do it. No, I wouldn't actually. No, you're right. No, I'm not. No, I'm not judging. Hang on. Right. No, your gut was you going to do it. <laughs> no, but I. No, I'm not going to do it. You are. But, you said you are. <laughs> yeah, I've said it on, on the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not interested in doing it. What I meant was, I'm surprised anybody would do it for twenty thousand dollars. That's true. Well, it depends how hungry you are. <laughs> like there's nothing else to eat. Ask me pre-lunch time. You yeah. might say 20 grand. Ask me after lunch, half a milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. Like, can I put it on a cracker with a bit of pate? Do you know what I mean? Like, am I eating bits of it? If I'm consuming the whole vehicle, I don't think my life's worth living after doing that because I think no. I'm going to feel like shit. I mean, probably if, if I did it over a full lifetime and you could just chip off a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. So that you didn't even notice it. Yeah, I'd do that. However, imagine all the chemicals and stuff that's going through your body. Like... Oh, we don't worry about that part. <laughs> we're, we're just worry about that part. It comes out at the other end, doesn't it? It's definitely not advised. No, not advised. How did we get onto this? Um, I don't know. Anyway, um, what I want to tell you about the B&B that we got to. Yeah. Well, So we got there and had a lovely night's stay. They were super welcoming. And you'll like this because the lady there reminded me a lot of your mum. Oh, I love that. Rachel, just, she listens to the podcast. Hi, Rach. How are you? Um, just like very welcoming, but really keen to make sure we had everything we needed, oh, you know. You couldn't, that, that's a really great way to describe my mum. <laughs> is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lovely night's sleep there. I think we got there quite early, actually. And um, there was a telly. Oh, you got put the box on, did you? Yeah. I think we watched right. all, you know, pointless, tipping yeah. point. I don't think we got there that early, actually. Um, all that That's kind of stuff. That's wishful thinking. I yeah. see what you watch of an evening from 4.30pm. Tom, Tom is a big tipping point fan. I, I like tipping point. I've not watched it since I started this new job. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But I did used to enjoy a bit of tipping point. He sits there um, and I don't watch it, but I must have been in the office or whatever. And he'd got quite into it secretly. And one day I walked downstairs and he was watching it and I just sort of laughed. So what, you know, what's this? And he's like, oh no, I watched this. And um, there's a few things they say. He knows all the lingo, Em. Does he? There's a few things they say in Tipping Point. They say if like um, one of the, do you know, you know the premise, obviously. It's like a big 2P machine, isn't it? Yes. When it's on its side, uh, Ben Shepherd likes to say, "Oh, we've got a bit of lateral there." Lateral. Is it like when the counter like go fires out on its side? Yes. Oh, and when it, well, you'll know this from being at the arcade. But when one goes on top and it doesn't come off, you know oh, yeah. the one where it they call that yeah. the right a right. Oh, we got a rider. Got a rider. <laughs> I love that. So Tom, what fan. does Tom kind of like heckle at the TV? The lingo yeah. before Ben Shepherd gets a chance to do yeah. so. Yeah, I love come that. on. Hey, well, I think we know what we need to do, and I'm not joking. Let's apply on Tom's behalf to get him on there. Do you know what? Let's do it. I thought about applying to get on there. I said to Tom, if I got on Tipping Point, would you be jealous? And Tom said, you wouldn't know what to do. So he wants to go on, doesn't he? Yes, he does. We'll do that then. We'll do an application and we'll keep you all posted how it goes. Sometimes, like, the contestant will go drop or whatever they have to do and Tom will go oh shocking play terrible play <laughs> sorry they just they have they can't control it can they oh I they can choose the place yes ah, right yeah. I stand corrected I'm, I'm remembering back right yeah so they can choose which <laughs> slot they'd go down yes. can't they and sometimes I think I'd just hope for the best and just Me put too. them all in one or something but Tom would obviously not and he's got a full game plan right well we'll try and get Tom on tipping point right Definitely. That's for this year. Ben Shepherd, if you're listening, beware because he knows the lingo. 
<laughs> He's been studying this game for some time. So we got there, watched the telly. So the next morning, we're walking from Stoke Rivers to Linton, which is over 15 miles. And there was a thunderstorm forecast. Oh, a storm was a brewing. A storm was a brewing. Hey, did you have your raincoats and your umbrellas? <laughs> we didn't have an umbrella, Em. Can you imagine doing a hike with an umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> I was giving Mary Poppins, actually. But obviously we did have our waterproof coats. But anyway, over breakfast, oh, a few things happened over breakfast, actually. Oh. Tom said to the lady, oh, this is our route today. Just uh, have you got any local knowledge of a bit of a shortcut? And, you know, as your mum would be, eager to help. Yeah. So she said, oh, no, I don't actually, um, no, I don't know, actually. Uh, do I know of anything? And, you know, we're sat there having our breakfast. Well, do you or don't you? You know, it went on yeah. for ages. Oh, I don't know, actually. Um, you know what she's doing? She really wants to help. She's digging deep. Yeah. She's digging deep. And she's thinking, hang on, I must know something. What can I do? Or who do I know that might be able to help? Well, that was it. Oh, should I? I'll I'll, I'll ask Martin, see what what he says. And then she said, have you got a map? As if we hadn't bothered looking at the map. Oh, a nice question. She's not assuming anything and she's not patronising you saying, look at your map. She's a nice woman. That's true. Fair point. Yeah. Well, anyway, she left the room. She came back with the world's biggest map. Love it. I think it was just of the local area, but it was like the size of the globe. Yeah. Over our breakfast. I've got a photo of it, actually. And this is hilarious because my parents have all these maps, you know, the ones that fold down to like that size. I think they should go and stay at this B&B, see how they get along. My dad now has all of his, because as we know, they're keen walkers. They have all their, I think, ordnance survey maps on the phones mm-hmm. am I right in saying that I think they're probably we've got that yeah we had that Yeah, but back in the day obviously they've got because my parents have always been keen walkers and I'm sure my dad used to wear something around his neck where it would sit in as it was waterproof yes that's I like that yeah Um. I thought about that for the walk but you'd have to carry so many maps <laughs> <laughs> thought about that in the planning phase yeah didn't make the cut no it didn't but I do like them around the neck yeah. And actually, I always keep not paper wallets. What are they called? Oh. Plastic wallets. Poly pockets. Poly pockets, yeah. We used to call them. Because <laughs> they're really useful if you're doing a walk in the rain. They are. There's nothing they worse are. than a soggy map. Nothing worse than a soggy map. Once I was in Barcelona, it was 2011, March it was. I remember it well. Or was it 2010? Either way, one of those years. <laughs> yeah, I remember it well, well, except not well enough. Well enough to know when it hell it was. <laughs> it was... We had a brilliant time on the last day. The Saturday we were there was torrential rain, like to the point that even the Barcelona Zoo closed because the weather was so bad. Wow. And I remember us having like a tourist map and we I think we must have bought these ponchos because I remember being in a poncho. And Brad and I were just like looking at this map and the rain, I'm not exaggerating, it was so heavy, the map just disintegrated. <laughs> just disappeared in front of you. And we were just like... I think we'll just have to go back to the hotel. There was nothing was open. We could. Everyone was like, get inside the rain. And we were like, <laughs> we're here for only three days. Want to make the most of it? And then the next day, <laughs> it was absolutely glorious sunshine. People sunbathing on the beach in March. And we did like a full Segway tour on Barcelona. Highly recommend it if you get a chance to do it. And there was like, you know, it's like, I don't know if you've been to Barcelona, but people like, when they sunbathe, oh, they're, they're naked. Right, the okay. <laughs> there was nudity or G-strings. Ooh. There was a lot of G-strings. You know, you're in Barcelona, anything goes. So I'm going, we're going up and down like the main strip of beach, literally seeing everyone's strips, <laughs> going up and down being like, oh, like they're, they're naked. And yesterday it was completely torrential. That's European weather, isn't it? It is. It is. You don't get that in Lamb. 
you don't get that. Well, saying that, we've got snow at the moment, you know. Have you? We, it's just been frosty here, but I haven't seen any snow yet. We're a long way from that long, hot summer we had. The neats are getting lighter, I'll tell you that much. They are. They are. As of yesterday, a little start of the 18th of Jan, we've got an extra hour of daylight a day versus 21st of December. I did not realise that. Don't quote me on this. Right. <laughs> Clock and weather people. I read it on a website and I've li- and I've believed. Well, the long hot summer's on its way. Apparently it's going to be a really hot one again this year. I've even read the Daily Mail again. <laughs> what do you mean again? <laughs> Having never read the Daily Mail in my life. Thank you very much. I just like to write through <laughs> You, all Em wants from me is to eat meat and read the Daily Mail for some reason. It's like you want me to make me into a different person. I don't. I, can I just make it very clear? I do not read the Daily Mail, but oh, I do I, eat meat. Yes, I'm well aware of that. Yeah. But I do eat meat. Well, not as much meat as I think you think. I'm not like some... Not some <laughs> Carnivore. Well, I am a carnivore. Pure so, meat. Yeah, like, <laughs> Sorry, my alarm's gone off. It's just time I eat a steak. <laughs> so she's got the map out over breakfast. Yeah. So she's mucking about with that. Anyway, she doesn't manage to find us a better route because, you know, Aww. we've seen the map, but she's lovely. Yeah. Then another, there's a family staying in the same B&B. Okay. And they're two uh, new parents with their baby. Oh. And, um, yeah, the, the Rachel Ducker type comes out. Nice. That's, that's Emma's mum. Yeah. Full name. Um, what would you like for your breakfast? And would you like anything for the baby? Oh. And they say, oh, um, you know when new parents are like, it's easy for us to say because we haven't got any kids, but you know when they're like nervous of everything? Oh, yeah. So... She says, "Would you like anything with the baby?" Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know what she can have. She can have that. And the woman who's like your mum's age, and I imagine she's got children herself, and also probably has babies to stay sometimes. I know what you mean. So yeah, she's used. She's used to babies. Yeah, she's used to babies. She knows what she's talking about. She's not offering them a, a steak, for instance, is she? She said, um, "Oh, what about a little bit of porridge?" Oh, lovely. Yeah. And the mum and the dad are looking at each other. Um, oh, I don't know, actually, if she can have um, milk, actually. Uh, so the lady's like, oh, I can make it with water. Or is there an alternative milk? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if she's, she'll be okay with the oats. Oh, um, no. So the, the Rachel Ducker is like, well, I, you know, I think babies can have oats. That's okay. That's a, as long as she's not gluten-free. If you're worried about the milk, I can make it with water. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess that should be... That should be fine. Oh, she said, that's um, really sweet. They're really worried. Should I pop a bit of honey in it? And they said, oh, oh no. <laughs> no, she can't have honey. I think I think she's allergic to honey. I mean, good God, what's that poor baby eating? And well, how, hang on, right? How old is this baby? Well, old enough to feed, like know. old enough to eat actual food. Oh, right. So we're not talking like a four month old that's not done baby no. like weaning or whatever they do now. Oh, no. It's like, like I don't know much about old. babies, but it's like. Pretty big. Was it walking? Well, not when she was having a breakfast. Did it look like it could walk? <laughs> but possibly. I wouldn't have been surprised if it had got up and walked. That baby can have a bit of bleeding porridge with a bit of bleeding honey on top. <laughs> Jesus. Again, easy for us to say when we've not got a child that might have a... But if from my experience of friends that have got babies that have got allergies which is obviously horrendous and really hard to deal with. It's a straight yes or no answer. Yes. So my friends that have got babies allergies, they'd be like, oh no, they can't. They can have this, this and this. Because yeah, okay, unfortunately fair. you have to know everything because obviously mm-hmm. it can be so dangerous. 
That to me sounds like she's gatekeeping any sort of sweet nectary goodness from that <laughs> child. The minute that child gets to her first birthday party, bring on the chocking. <laughs> <all I'm> <laughs> Do you know what? Maybe we shouldn't have brought this up because parents really hate non-parents. They do, but like we, we are non-parents and we've got opinions. So yeah, you know. so screw you. Screw you. <laughs> we'll talk about babies eating honey yeah. if we want and to. And when we one day touch wood do have kids, when we gatekeep honey from our children, we'll pretend this conversation never happened. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. We'll go back and delete the episode. Yeah. Hang on a second. All this honey talk. A few episodes ago, we heard about your revelation that you're actually allergic to honey. That is a very good point. Yeah. And you're calling this family for not giving their precious little darling some of that poison that you can't eat. It's a very good point. I didn't even think of that. Didn't, did you? All right. As you were, have your oats with water in. Yeah. I mean, I, I once when I was on a ridiculous diet, which I wouldn't recommend, I did eat porridge with water, well, porridge made with water. Never again. I actually don't mind it made, made oh. with water, but you've got to have other stuff. It can't just be oats and water. Yeah, it's quite sad. Quite I think that's what is bowl. known as gruel. <laughs> is it? Well, I ate gruel every day <laughs> for about two weeks once. I mean, I got back in my jeans, but I was miserable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a miserable existence. <laughs> Question. Question. If in the future you have children, are mm. you going to feed them meat? <laughs> um, or have you ever, or maybe you've not thought about that, but you know. Well, I, I have know. given it some thought. Well, yes, it's, it's, it's a, it's a whole, that's a whole podcast, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. I um, will let them eat whatever they like when they go out to their mate's house, whatever. Like from a young age, I mean. Okay. If, if like somebody's babysitting them, I'm not going to say don't feed them whatever. I see what you mean. Whereas whatever you're cooking, you would cook vegan. Yes. Yeah. No, plant, normally. Yeah. 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 Is that kind of the norm in like, because I, I don't think, I don't think I've got any friends that are vegan that have got kids. I don't think, think it is. I don't know. I don't it know. It must be a big thing now because there's so many more people that are plant-based. It Whereas must back be. in the day, it was more rare, wasn't it? Like you, if someone was like a vegetarian family, it was more like, oh, right, you're vegetarian. Whereas now it's quite a lot more normal, isn't it? Like more mainstream. Well, a lot of babies um, do have like a dairy allergy. Yeah. So there is like um, plant-based milks for babies. Oh, there's so much. You can see it all on like on menus and stuff now. <sighs> well, I mean, it's a whole kettle of fish you've opened here, Em. But I'm more against processed food than I am against animal products. Yeah, so, I, know. I can see that. I can um, see why. If they're not dairy intolerant, then I'd almost rather they drank cow's milk than plant-based, you know, make something ready. processed. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, you know, we don't eat really much processed stuff at all, so that's more my uh concern. Yeah. I think that there will it will be like obviously a lot more people will be thinking about that because it's a lot more mainstream now people being yeah. plant-based. Well, we'll come back to that, shall we, another time. Another, we will come back to that, yeah. But I don't know, you know. You don't know until you tried it, do you? you don't know until you got one. You don't, exactly. And this is the thing. And you're right. We will have some parents listening, thinking, shut up, you two, talking your opinions on your kids when you've not got them. I do get that. But you're right. You don't know until you have them. Because I think sometimes, I, before, I mean, I'm not comparing, you know, I've got two dogs. I'm not saying it's like having a baby. <laughs> but I thought I would be a really, um, have a, two really well trained dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. don't get me wrong, I love my dogs to pieces. but 
they control me. Like I, I will do as those dogs say. Right. And they, you know, in in love's way, they're the best dogs ever. But Dexter requests his tea, <laughs> and I will get up out of my chair and go, "Sorry, Dexter, I appreciate you are hungry now. Let me feed you." <laughs> <laughs> so God knows what I'm going to be like as a parent. I think I will just be like, "Do what you want, kids. Your mum's shattered. <laughs> Make yourself a ham sandwich and shut up." Oh, ham sandwich be the least of my worries. They'll be having Domino's. I'll know the mum number by off by heart. God no. I, I think that's where I draw the line at fast food. Damn it. Hey, shut up. You go the chippy more than I go the chippy. Yeah, but chippy's not too bad, is it? Because at least it's like, well, in my head, it's not so bad. I mean, the food is bad, yeah, yeah. but it's not coming from a chain. It's coming from Pete, who obviously owns Pete's Place. I see what you mean. Shout out to Pete's Place in Sydenham. Oh, I love it. Oh, talking of shout outs, I'd like to make a shout out, please. Following, our, I think it was two weeks ago's episode where we talked a lot of gnome chat. The other day when I was working, there was a knock at the door and I thought, hang on a second, I've not ordered anything. You know, and you just know you've not ordered anything. Mm -hmm. So went to the door, DPD man. Thank you very much. Off we go. I was on a Teams call with a colleague and I said, I've not ordered anything. She's going, are you sure? I said, I haven't. I'll open it now. I opened it. It was only a paint your own gnome. (laughs) I've received a paint your own gnome. And I thought, oh, Who's this? Looked at the order note. Shout out to Harriet Bishop and her love. Well, it's not Harriet Bishop anymore. Harriet McWirt. But the order number did, name did say Harriet Bishop. Married to the lovely Andrew McWirt. A couple of big husband. fans over in the States. Big fans in the our, I would say our um, most loyal American fans, we can call them. <laughs> our main American our, audience. Our potentially our only American fans. Yeah. <laughs> but who's checking? We're breaking America. Thank you so much. The gnome is currently sat on my dining table just asking for a painting. And Harriet has made a special request that I do make it American themed, which okay. I'm more than happy to oblige with yeah down with so watch this space i will be painting this gnome because it looks like a lovely little activity and i'll post a picture on the instagram what would be great um is if you could do like a reel and then we could speed it up of you painting the gnome i can do that i want something cool like that yeah something like the kids are doing yeah i'll do that okay do a little gnome painting reel hashtag gnome painting it might (laughs) go viral (laughs) might not Oh, no, but that's really nice of uh, Harriet. It was a lovely surprise and delight, I'll be honest. And do you know what? It really boosted my day. So thank you so much, guys. So kind of you. I've got my first note. If anyone wants to send me anything in the post, (laughs) I can paint or otherwise. (laughs) That would be nice. (laughs) No, I was buzzing with that. Really, really brightened up my day. And now that little gnome will brighten up my... It was going somewhere. I need to decide where it's going to go once it's painted. I'll pop it in this room. Well, yeah. Is the paint waterproof? Could you pop it in the garden? Oh, no, this is an indoor gnome. Oh, right, indoor okay. Gnome. Yeah, I'll be able to look at this far more regularly. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to name it. No, not a problem. I'll give him a great little name or her. <laughs> haven't decided yet. Yes, well, has it got a beard? Uh, well, does that mean male or female in 2023? <laughs> yeah, That's all fine, I'm saying. fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, you got me there. There you go. <laughs> um, I actually did have a request after the last episode as well. Okay. Somebody messaged me to say that we didn't put enough... Um, enthusiasm into um, Westwood Ho. Oh, as in when we said the word the West. Yeah. So how would you Westwood Ho? <laughs> that sounded like a question. Oh yeah, Westwood Ho. Oh. Yeah, no. Anyway, we got off on a right tangent today, haven't we? Right old tangent. Yeah. So did you actually brave the rain that day? You did do the walk that day. Oh, we had to. Um. 
us on Insta at You Will Get Blisters. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next time. Bye.